live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. With stings. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Let's go quickly to this call, Pat. All right. Mike, go ahead, please. Joe, here's, here's the issue with uh, the snow. It's coming down so hard and it's full of so much moisture, it's packing right on the highway. And then these people get in the stop and go traffic. Yep. And they got no tread on their tires. They can't get going again. Yep. Now you now you got people going out of the ruts trying to get around them. It's horrible out here. Well, I wish I could help you. Stay tuned. Kenny will have more. He'll guide you to a make a move. Mm-hmm. You know what they say. Sometimes you eat the bar. <laughs> sometimes the bar will mm-hmm. eat you. I thought you were going to weigh in on the bad tires. What is this one? What does Tom need, uh, Reeves? Uh, he's got a question on the Polish doctor, sir. All right, Tom, real quickly, please. Don. Don, I'm sorry. Hi, yeah, so I got uh, sort of two questions about the Polish doctor. First question is, is the Polish doctor in this country legally? Yes. <laughs> I don't think he is. Well, permanent green card, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But this is the... Why, why would they Why would they come and arrest him if he was here legally? I, well, just a minute. And the next question is, do you think that we can support every single person who wants to come to this country who's just poor and has to come here to avoid life somewhere else? Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, Did you hear the one about the Polish doctor? Really good good call screen in there, Larry. You're welcome, sir. Uh, I'm here for you, Joe. This wasn't a case of a a story of a Polish... I know, I read it. Why are we sending him back? I don't know, Mm -hmm. because ISIS wants to show that they're not discriminatory. They're not just plucking poor people. Affluent uh, people who they claim are not here legally. Oh, Okay, okay well, where'd you find this at? Uh, somebody put it on Twitter. Oh, guy's name. It's 1970, 1970. And obviously before the Super Bowl or right after the first Super Bowl. We It's a Viking helmet, mm-hmm. and it says, We still love you in January as we loved you in September. So it had to be after the Chiefs beat them. And it's a Winston ad. Yes, it is. It's Winston, a Winston cigarette. Oh, okay. And just very subtle down on the bottom. You can yeah. either get king size or uh, regular small ones. size. King small size. Ones. Yeah. Yes. King then, size uh, or small ones. Pat, you probably remember this. I, If I remembered it, I had completely forgotten about it. Rook was wondering before about why doesn't the NFL play a third place game? You take the two losers. Why would the they want to do that? Well, here it turns out, uh, according to Robert, uh, here is the answer to Rook's question about the third place game. They already did that. If coming yes, in, they did. If coming in second just makes you the first loser, what can be said about a team that finishes third? Well, for 10 seasons, 1960 to 69, mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL, they'd call you the winner of the playoff bowl. Yes. Officially and, uh, Vikings named, played in it once. Officially mm-hmm. named the Burt Bell Benefit Bowl after a league commissioner who suffered a fatal heart attack in 1959. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was intended to pump up up the pension fund for players. It was played it. the week after the NFL championship game, except for the 1969 game, which took place the day before. Uh, and they were at the Orange Bowl in Miami. The participants were the second-place teams of the NFL's Eastern and Western Conferences. Vikings huh. and whom? I don't know. No, oh, no, the 1968, the uh, Vikings played in that game because they lost. I believe the Vikings played in that game. Because mm-hmm. uh, 1969, they were in the... That oh the 1969 January of 69 or the 69 season I don't know well that's you got to know that anyway they did play this stupid thing for uh, yeah 
It was sort of like the second All-Star game in baseball. Yeah. They were doing it to right. uh, get more money in the pension fund because the cheap owners didn't want to pay for it to pay a pension by themselves. So. What's your take, Patrick? I have never been this stunned by a Viking performance. Hmm. This is, to me, the worst performance in franchise history. Because they didn't show up. A, 1969, we were fully confident, mm -hmm. but the Chiefs, when they got out on the field, had eight Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. They had great athletes. Right. And they beat the hell out of the Vikings, 23-7. to seven. And that was more naivete than actuality. That 12 points, point spread was ridiculous. The Chiefs were better than the Vikings. All right. B... The 41 Donut Game, is, which is the comparable in two, uh, the two, January 2001, that team had terrible defense. Mm -hmm. And that team was 11-5, and five and they weren't as good as this team. And they Now they had a chance to play a, a pretty mediocre Giants team. That was shocking. But this, to me, this no-show was more shocking. I don't even know how you explain it, do you? And here, let me say one more thing about 40, 41 Donuts. They had guys on that team that were going to quit. Mm -hmm. Randy Moss, if things weren't going right, he was going to quit. Mm -hmm. He was going to stop caring. And they had a bunch of guys like that. That was not a that was not a lovable collection of okay. hard-nosed athletes, All right? right? All right. They, they had their share, but plus they had guys playing in the secondary who were clowns. Mm -hmm. This team had three... Outstanding guys in the secondary who played like clowns. Mm -hmm. Harrison Smith, he might be the best safe safety in the NFL. He was horrible. Xavier Rhodes was horrible. Why? Trey Wayne was a bad horrible. Day at the office is that what we? I think they can. I think that the Vikings prepared them for the Eagles to play a very conservative offense. You know, offense, not throw the ball down the field. Which run Foles it, was thought lot. not to be able to do, yes, and he it. did. And run it a lot and try to beat them 15 to 10 just like they beat Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And this guy, this Peterson, they came out and threw it all over the place, right. converted. The Vikings were giving up 25% conversions on third downs, which is historically good. What were these guys? They were 8 of 9 at one point mm -hmm. or something. They... Uh, now, normally, they didn't get the third down. And Nick Foles' passer rating in the second half was perfect. 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 Yeah, he was 14 out of 15 for two touchdowns and all kinds of yards. Yeah, I, I don't know. They just no-showed. The other they, thing we learned, too, I, I believe, yesterday is that Case Keenum had a great season. He's a decent quarterback, but he really isn't the answer. He's not a guy that can lead you when you're down multiple scores in a ball game. That That's significant in a significant ball game. Who uh, who uh, who they had lately? Who could do that? I think Bradford. Well, Bradford maybe when he's when he's got, healthy. When he's he healthy, he would have gotten steamrolled. Sure. with that pass rush yesterday. But he's got a better arm than Keenum does. Oh, he, well, he's more accurate. Yeah. Uh, you know, Keenum. He did get hit on that uh, pop up he threw, but uh, he he a couple of times wasn't aware about how much pressure there was around him. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, he didn't play. He was not the reason. The defense was the reason. The defense getting shredded like this is just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I don't think I heard a couple of your callers saying, hey, it's a great season, blah, blah, blah. BS. Mm -hmm. You can't pile on 
enough on that performance yesterday. You can't. Really. You can't. They deserve to get absolutely slashed and burned for that performance. It was pathetic. And I see people trying to make excuses for them. No, there is none. There is there is none. They're, they were god-awful and when they had everything lined up for them. They had everything lined up for them. They had a miracle to get there. They should have been loose and goose and let's go here. And they just got absolutely outcoached, outplayed, outwilled, outmuscled, everything. Sometimes Don't you, think? you eat the bar. That's right. Sometimes the bar will mm-hmm. eat you. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Pat, you're unaware of the fact that in your absence, it became official that Lake uh, Calhoun's name yes. was changed. Bidet Moxawi. Well, well, we have it. We have the correct pronunciation <laughs> okay. as soon as Rookie tells me he has it. <laughs> no, but... No, that's what B-D-A, it is. B-D-A. B-D-A. Is it Bidet? Bidet Makaska. Bidet Makaska. Mm-hmm. You know what a bidet is? Well, washing your hiney. Yeah, this is a different one. This is like this is a different we're not talking about that kind of bidet. You know, I mean, John Calhoun might have been bad, but we're not talking about washing his rear end yeah, I don't here. Think I mean, let's, ready back let's then, come or? up with a different name. Didn't we, weren't, we, weren't we originally going to throw bidet out of it? I don't know. Or it's just, just Maka Scott. Maka Scott. Yeah. I Pat. think that, I don't know why that changed. I just, one quick um, note here with the weather. We do have a development from the business office. Good afternoon. Due to the inclement weather conditions, if it is not business essential for you to be here, feel free to head out early today if you have any questions or concerns. And that's signed from Mary. I sent an email back saying, I'll later. talk to Joe and Patrick about leaving early. <laughs> so I might uh, might get a head start here, guys. Don't you think the conversation today and the angst and the disappointment, you could cut it in half and eliminate it if the Super Bowl was to have been played this yes. year in, say, Phoenix? Yes. yes. What yes. people were anticipating was yeah, the two-week party home, and man. they're going to be home. Okay, look oh, at There's no doubt about we it. We came up with some bright sides on this show, on the show okay. preceding. They've, they've avoided now being a five-time Super Bowl loser. Yes, they have. They avoided losing the Super Bowl uh, the first time ever a team played it at home. Yes. Okay. Why not embrace this futility of these magnificent bastards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, I think How many cities in idea. America, Pat, can claim this? No. But you know what? I might have to break out my... Uh, three-year remembrances, because when they lost 41 to Donut, Mm -hmm. I did a three-month anniversary piece, and I did a six-month anniversary piece. you got to break that out again. And I was going to do a nine-month anniversary piece, and I started receiving death threats, and the the, uh, editors (laughs) didn't want it. But I think we're going to have anniversary pieces on this one. I think it was bad enough. I think think we need it. Yes. Uh, We need it. Tell Tom we'll get back to his call. Uh, I'm going to leave now. I'm a non-essential. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Uh, We'll see you around for the ride. Tom, go ahead, please. Yeah, Patrick, uh, just a quick thought. I've listened to that after show on your your station last night, uh, wee hours, late night. Three hours? They went three Uh, hours on the hotline. Yeah, pretty morbid if you ask me. About a half hour would have covered it. <laughs> but anyhow, I had the thought: we're sitting with three quarterbacks. Two of them, we don't know if they can walk, throw, talk, or anything. Uh-huh. 
I would love to have seen that fourth quarter develop into a tryout session. <laughs> I thought, I you know what? I thought we were going to see Bradford. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bradford or Ted, even more so well, Teddy. Teddy wasn't dressed. Teddy so. wasn't dressed. Oh, Teddy wasn't dressed. All right. Well, you need to see something, and I, I think the only reason would be to uh, eliminate humiliating Keenum any further by pulling him, but I think he did a pretty good job by himself. Uh, Keenum will, uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be their quarterback next year. I, I'm making that. a bold prediction. That solves that. Hey, quick question. I also for made you. a bold prediction of Vikings 27, <laughs> Eagles 10, so hopefully this one will be more accurate. Quick question for you, Pat. What years were you up in uh, Duluth with the Herald and Tribune? I was in Duluth for four months in 1966 at $76 a week. And Augie offered me 110 to go to St. Cloud, and I couldn't get there fast enough. There you go. I, I thought I was that. in tall clover. I remember that. Thank you. <laughs> right. It wasn't the Duluth Herald Tribune, was it? Ah, uh, yes. It the was? Duluth, they, had, they had an afternoon. News Tribune was the morning. The yeah. Herald was the afternoon. Well, the only thing surviving is News Tribune. Yes. Right. Who, the afternoon paper. Was who there. had to make the train? Who was that? Was that you or Augie? What? Wherever they were going to their 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 call in or their work they had to make that they had to beat the oh, train Augie had to come in and do the sports every morning for uh kfam the big dependable okay and he got a buck <laughs> and he'd have to big he'd come run in if he made if he was across the tracks before the train came then he'd be on time <laughs> if he wasn't they'd just go blank <laughs> what was the brand of eggnog he advertised <sighs> oak grove oak grove drink Egg, oak Grove. Drink Oak Grove eggnog and you'll never drink eggnog again. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody oh. had just brought a punt back for St. John's for a touchdown to put him ahead of Grambling and uh, our preview in A&M. And uh, that's uh, when uh, Augie blurted that out. So. We uh, are we going to Action Force Team fifteen hundred? We certainly are. Let's do it in the normal spot at twenty five. All right, very good. Uh, will the snow keep the auto? Well, you answered that question. The seats might be empty in the building tonight, but, but they'll the still announce this. They'll have the usual sellout. Yeah. Sure they do. My God, I saw last night again. They announced or the other night they had nineteen again, yeah. thousand more than capacity every game on hockey night in uh, that Minnesota. was hockey day in Minnesota. Yes, the final boy, event. I could uh, sense the excitement. That's that's the reason I came home Friday so I could Did be you? here for hockey day in Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Although it was uh, funny to see him up in St. Cloud because I told you when I worked in St. Cloud, they didn't have hockey. The St. Cloud State played outside on a rink below the arena, mm-hmm. and uh, and the high schools didn't have hockey. Boy, oh boy. When I was there, 66, 7, and 8. Mm-hmm. Which tells you one thing. I'm old. <laughs> uh, Pat? Yes. Uh, are you doing Radio Row at the Super Bowl? No! Thank God. The uh, morning show will be there. Yep. But I would like to have somebody out there, <clears throat> Reavers, lining up guests and having them uh, uh, talk to me here. I think we could arrange that. I think we have to get you a pass. I don't think we there. can trust him. I, I really don't right. think. Hey, I'm pretend your name is Leon Lett. <laughs> You're on with Patrick Royce. Yes, if he was right. like me, I'd just oh, go yeah. to some bar somewhere. <laughs> no, wouldn't that be a great bit, though? Just oh, put people yeah, on and sure. just say who they Roger Staubach. <laughs> Hey, Pass look who it. just walked in. Terry Bradshaw. You say a few words back in the studio. Meanwhile, I'm at the bar in, Har- at, in Carver. I'm at Harvey's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I happened to watch? I was clicking channels the other night, and Semi-Pro was on that horrible Will Ferrell movie. That was awful. Horrible Will Ferrell movie, The Flint Tropics. But 
the guy who throws in the one for a, a, a ten thousand dollars, the mm-hmm. Dukes or whatever his name is, <laughs> this shirtless <laughs> drug meth guy who throws it in from he was a pretty funny character. Yeah. Dukes, I think it was. Did you ever see that movie, Rook? Semi-pro? I don't think I saw that one. Oh, it's welfare. What was it? It's awful. It's basketball. He was wearing He's the, you know, the, the tight. AB, the flint, oh yeah. the, no. The Gross. Flint Tropics are in the ABA <laughs> and they're trying to be part of the merger. And Will Farrell is playing for him and he's the owner. You know but what? They get this guy out of the stands. And they're having him try to throw a ball in from here to Williams Arena. Right. And, and Dukes, he's falling asleep. <laughs> he's a drug addict and he just throws it and goes, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie, you could have starred in that doing the double pump layup. That's oh, that the kind of been, movie it was. That would have been unforgivable. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I uh, veer wildly back yes. to football? Yes. Did you see the uh, hit Gronkowski took yesterday? Yeah, that was pretty cheap. That was pretty cheap and pretty bad. Did he ever come back in the they game? He did not. Nope. No, I don't know what we heard about him concussed-wise today. Such they... a shame. You know, he's only done that to about seven did, guys did this year. Say he Explain was... what happened. Did I they didn't say see he was concussed? Head, and he went down. Well, the guy just came over and ear-holed him, man. And he got up, and he was really wobbly. Mm-hmm. Wow. They took him immediately off the field. He kept saying, ooh-wee. He yeah. kept saying, ooh-wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they won anyway, because yeah. that's what they do. Oh. That's what they do. Yeah. He's going for his sixth title. Yeah. Sixth this will be title. their eighth Super Bowl. Uh, Sports Talk will return mm-hmm. shortly. But- it's from uh, Judley and Matt Collar about how their trip home's coming so far. They're stuck in Philly. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are. I know that their flight was uh, delayed until tomorrow, and I know Judd and Collar were out shopping, and Judd already bought an NFC champion T-shirt at a <laughs> Philadelphia store. Oh, okay. That's good. That is it. I hope he got me one uh, large enough. It would be good. That'd be agitated. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Snow blowing snow, 29 degrees. Uh, Coach Mike Zimmer of the Minnesota Vikings, he will hold his season-ending press conference tomorrow morning. It'll be at 9 o'clock. Uh, I'm sure he'll be asked about yesterday's game. Really, John? Guess. You think yeah, so? <laughs> I think so. Also, quarterback questions about who the quarterback might be next season and uh, offensive coordinator questions. Vikings got a few things to go over in the offseason. No doubt they'll be addressed, and he'll just sidestep all those questions. When do we anyway, start but... camp? August. <laughs> okay. Well, we got the uh, we got the uh, rookie camp almost ten minutes after the draft is held. So. <laughs> Timberwolves out on the West Coast tonight playing the Clippers. By the way, one thing, fellas, the the uh, Vikings said goodbye to the uh, winter part. Oh part God, that's right. The last yeah. time today, yeah. mm-hmm. the next time they assemble, it will be in the uh, Egan. Uh, I drove facility. by it today. They're just, it looks like a Viking ship. Maybe you know, that'll change things. That looks like a ship, too? It looks like a Viking ship. I think that's what they were trying to gather. I thought we did that with the uh, stadium downtown. Well, it's 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 a box, but it's the way they've decorated it. It's, mm. it's set to look like sails, I think. Oh, okay. I'm just really hoping that the Wolf family will be able to sell that uh, property in <laughs> Eden Prairie. <laughs> right. That's, that's right. I hear he might keep it and develop it himself. That would be a wise By the way, move. how about this for a design? The choke How about this for a design? <laughs> yeah, of right. for a One hand above, you take the right hand, you put it right under the chin. You take the left hand, you put it right on the Adam's apple, and you grasp. How about that? <laughs> What's the great Gary Gaetti line? It's hard to hit when you've got it's both hands. hands. Uh, it's hard to... It's hard to play when you uh, have both hands wrapped around your throat. That uh, when they blew the ten run lead. I, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to break anything down of, here. Of but course, watching not. that game, that defense Ooh. was horrid. And guys, 
Like Smith looked awful. Trey Waynes, who's had a great season, looked awful. Barr looked awful. It, yeah. it was incredible. And Xavier Rhodes went <laughs> yeah. over and sat in the sideline yeah. for a couple hey, of series. Take a look at my foot. See if everything's wrong. <laughs> That's what it looked like when they showed him. Wow, it's terrible. Wolves out on the West Coast tonight playing the Clippers. They'll be without Jimmy Butler and Jamal Crawford again. Butler's still out because of his sore right knee, and Crawford has the big toe sprain. Nope. Nothing worse than for a basketball player than a bad toe. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Coach Tom Thibodeau said the two remain out day to day. And uh, late word this afternoon, the Milwaukee Bucks have fired Coach Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. How long was Jason there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about his fourth year now, was I would it think. Really? Sean Sweeney, St. Thomas Academy's own, and St. Thomas... I mean, Cre- Cretan's Cretan's, own, yeah. and then uh, the uh, University of St. Thomas's own is, is one of his assistant coaches. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. News notes from today. A 37-year-old Waconia man has been charged with two counts of criminal sexual conduct after authorities allege he initiated a sexual relationship with a 16-year-old girl that continued to the present. Stuart Buddy Simon is charged with two counts of third-degree criminal sexual conduct. According to the criminal complaint, an advocate from the Sexual Violence Center contacted law enforcement in Carver County on January 9th. The now 21-year-old told authorities Stewart initiated the relationship when she was 16, progressing from massages to sexual intercourse. woman provided authorities with a description of piercings the man has in certain regions of his body. Complaint says that was all confirmed in an interview. Like nose and Simon. ear? Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. Okay. Good. Eyebrows. Yep. Yep. Stuff like gotcha. that. Nope. Uh, his next court appearance, <laughs> by the way, next court appearance is February 14th. Those, they were in places generally not visible? Is That's that, correct, uh, uh, Mr. Royce, yes. Yeah, all right. I'm sure Kenny had this in his last report, but for those of us that listened to us on the network, didn't hear it, but 35 is now closed between Owatonna and Faribault due to road really? conditions. Bring in the wow. sleeping bags, Reavers. Oh, my God. No Dear shame. honey, I'm getting a room tonight. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Senate voting 81-18 to 18 today to end the three-day-old government shutdown. Down with Democrats joining Republicans to clear the way for the passage of a short term spending package that would fund the government through February 8th in exchange for a promise from Republican leaders to address the fate of young undocumented immigrants known as Dreamers. Chuck Schumer said, In a few hours the government will reopen. We have a lot to do. Sky Watchers are in for a special treat at the end of January when a lunar trifecta fills the night skies. Oh boy, you won't see it. I'll probably you'll miss it. Miss. No. You'll, you'll miss it. I'll be <laughs> gonna miss it. <laughs> A pre-dawn super blue blood moon. Got all that? Yeah. Uh The lunar event on January 31st is third in a string of recent supermoons when the moon is closer to the Earth in its orbit. That's a Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Appears about 14% brighter. I just know that. Mm -hmm. Now, not only is it a supermoon, it's also a blue moon. Oh, yeah. Which is the second full moon that happens in the same calendar month. The month's first moon happened on January 1st. Now, all of this also coincides with a total lunar eclipse, which is called a blood moon. I'll be darned. The blood moon. When the blood. Moon. I thought we just had something we'll never see again in 150 years. And it was boring as hell. <laughs> yeah, now we well, got another one. Well, funny you should throw out that date, Patrick, because this rare trilogy of lunar events hasn't happened in more than... 150 oh, years. Goodness. Even Sid hasn't seen it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the last blue blood moon was recorded back on March 31st, 1866. According to NASA, people who live here in North America, Alaska, or Hawaii, uh, they'll be able to uh, see all this just before sunrise on January 31st. These gutless bums. <laughs> Couldn't even go back to the Super Bowl for poor Sid, mm-hmm. who's going to turn 98 on March 15th. 
I wow. mean, how many more chances is he going to give you, you clown? He'll make it to the next one in 30 years. We build a new <laughs> well, stadium. I'm, I'm, get the new stadium. <laughs> I'm waiting for the... They were so banged up in this game, they wouldn't have been able to win the Super Bowl anyway. Oh. Storyline, which is what we got after they choked against Atlanta. <laughs> a mystery. That's a favorite. That's an oldie but a goodie. Well, that's, yeah. that's part yeah, of the rules. Yeah, it is. It's right. a, it could be rule number 16. Uh, they wouldn't have won anyway. They wouldn't have so won it's, anyway. It's a good thing they lost. Which is a pre-set up the loss. <laughs> I'm getting the impression that all of you Hooplehead stayed with the game until the bitter end. Oh, oh you can't yeah. take oh, you can't you know turn it off. Can't anything could have happened. That's right. <laughs> you know what I was accused of? I was we out before. For Stefan <laughs> Diggs to pull it out for right. us with a miracle catch. <laughs> I was out before halftime. Yeah. When I, uh, with my family watching, when I realized they weren't going to win, and I said, well, they're going to lose. Uh, my oldest twenty-year-old uh, said, "What do you just want Philadelphia to win?" And he ended up walking away. <laughs> oh, he walked out of the room, no. thinking, "I said they're going to lose. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm he still got mad. He got mad. He was he was I, very into the game. I thought I was beating the rush when I said, everything considered, they would have they would have been better off. Everybody would have been better off if Marcus Williams had tackled the guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was about nine hundredth in line for that joke. Everybody made that joke. So, do you guys know anybody other than Chris Reavers that cried at the loss? <laughs> no, I don't. I got a check on my uh, seven-year-old grandson. I met Luke. I, I don't know how he handled it. There or shouldn't not. be any crying. This see a game just, like that, uh, Kenny. When it gets that out, you got to keep watching just to see what else is going to happen. I mean, no. is the building going to catch no. on fire? No, you don't. Oh yeah, I, you don't have to. I do like the facts that the Eagles greeted Viking fans by throwing. Full, full cans beers. of beers yep. at them, uh, not just uh, cans. I don't get full that. Full cans of beers. I don't get that. Well, don't they, uh, well it's they hard to throw up. an empty can, Patrick, because yes. it's so light. Yes, it does. Uh, Kenny, I gleefully watched it to the end. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. John's <laughs> been dying to gloat all day. <laughs> no, He's just been dying You've to You've been gloat. very good, though, today, though. I appreciate Thank that, John. Sure. Hey, well, before we go to break here, our, our, we, southern, a long way to go, our southern Minnesota traffic <laughs> correspondent has a closure for you. Oh, I gave it already on the air. Oh, you did? Good. Yeah, yeah. Faribault to Oatana at 35 like is closed. both directions. Yes, both yeah. directions okay. closed. Thank you, Christopher. What are you supposed to do? Go find some farm road to go on? Well, if you're if you're not a dummy, you weren't on the roads with a truck. Truck in you, the first place. You got a four wheel drive, good tires. Yeah, Why not? Go find a gravel. Have some fun. Let's take a vote. Thank <laughs> cloud. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. Look at there. Just clear the summer up there, for goodness sake. Radio legend Don Imus announced this morning he's retiring from his Imus in the Morning radio show. What is he about 110? He's 77 now. I thought he was older also. Oh, well, he's, he's, he had like he's, he's, he's had that look. He's retiring because they didn't renew his contract. No, no, that's that's not what happened, actually. Uh, that's what I read. Well, he's uh, going. Mar- he was supposed to work through the end of the year. He's going to mm-hmm. retire March 29th. Yeah. Uh, he says he's doing that because of Cumulus's bankruptcy. He said that required a change of plan. Uh, the move will also affect, affect the show's six-member staff. He paid them out of his own multimillion-dollar contract. He said he's announcing his retirement early because he wants to give them a chance to find a different job. He added that Cumulus initially offered to pay show staff through March 31st and then offered him $1 million to be part of a new WABC morning show until December. He declined that extension. Uh, it's unclear whether or not one of uh, the folks on the air with him now will take over I'm the show. I'm a Sparky Anderson of radio. He always looked like 30 years older he than did. he was. I thought he moved his location out to uh, New Mexico or someplace like that, didn't he? I don't think He's so. He's been in New York. From the East yeah, Coast, New York huh? City. Okay. Oh. All right, yep. just a moment. Cranky fella. We 
have uh, we have bad weather out today, but I have a a weather thing that's amazing. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to be amazed, John. This is the 75th anniversary of a startling weather event that put Spearfish, South Dakota in the record books. Really? Let me see if I can guess. Okay. Lots of snow. Did it go from the highest temperature to the coldest in the shortest amount of time or vice versa? You have the right idea. Okay. But they, they weren't records. All right. But listen to the... In two in a two minute frame, right. <laughs> two, two minutes, two minute time frame, on this day in 1943, yeah, the temperature in Spearfish, a uh, fifth Spearfish, yep, jumped from four below zero to 45 above zero in two minutes. In two minutes, shut up! Doesn't that still happen though, Kenny? No. In the Black Hills, doesn't that wind go through there and change that the temperature? Like, that's what I'm calling BS. Well, <laughs> well, I'm not done now. The temperature then increased to 54 degrees later in the day only to fall back down the next morning to four below zero. Holy mackerel. The weather cracked plate glass windows and instantly frosted car windows, forcing drivers to pull over. Meteorologist Susan Sanders said a combination of especially cold air from the north and east ran into warm air from the west. She said warmer air came in and pushed cold air away. When the winds let up, the warmer air retreated, the cold air came back. Sanders said the air masses sloshed back and forth several times that remarkable morning 75 years ago. Uh, this, uh, of course, has been in Ripley's Believe It or Not and other places. She said there were newspaper stories from all over the country. Ripley's Believe It or Not is good enough for me. Mm, there you go. <laughs> what a great name for a city, though. Spearfish. Spearfish. That's a great name. A California city removed an unauthorized road sign erected by a resident who apparently wanted to make it easier for delivery drivers to find... Bob's house. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a green sign. Looks just like all the other highway signs. Mm-hmm. Merely said Bob's house with an arrow pointing. Well, that's ingenious. It works. And it was underneath several city signs. City of Rancho Santa Margarita said in a Facebook post that the Bob's house sign was removed from under a real road sign that informed drivers they were approaching Cota de Casa and Dove Canyon. The sign was first noticed by confused residents earlier in January. Officials Somebody say... Somebody ratted them out. Of course. Exactly. Gladys oh Kravitz was driving, It's like living in Nazi Germany in the 30s. <laughs> That's People right. just more than willing to call in their neighbors. Yes. Officials said they were amused by the sign. They Cry don't, babies. They don't plan to pursue any actions against Bob or whoever happens to be behind the sign. Rancho Santa Margarita City Manager Jennifer Cervantes said, We noticed the sign... The street sign meets the normal standards. As That's if, not legal. <laughs> as if Let's it, go find where this Robert lives. I'm calling somebody. As if we would order it ourselves. Let me send a message to MSP Traffic to find out who I should call. <laughs> it could be a prank, she said, a party. We don't know for sure, but we had a good laugh along with everyone else. And uh, the city's Facebook post said it would be willing to return the sign to its creator. No questions asked. Hey, you know, the Armistice Day blizzard, Johnny, uh-huh. that is famous for the yes. weather change, right? That was, it was uh, 40 degrees and beautiful. That and, was back in November. That was in and, November. And 20 minutes later, people were dying. So. Yeah. Yep. And the two local newspapers for 50 years would write an annual yep. review of the mm-hmm. Armistice Day blizzard. Always. Uh, this, uh, this right here, this is a bad deal. Villagers in India... 
Yes. Mistook frozen waste that fell from an airplane oh, no. for either a UFO or a piece of space <laughs> rock. Really? <laughs> it weighed they surprised? Unidentified flying S. <laughs> <laughs> UFS. So she kind of freezes on the way down That's from that high attitude. It's I just a baby on. Ruth. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> It weighed about 20. We've been waiting for this for years. <laughs> Blessings from heaven. It weighed about 26 pounds. It Ooh. fell from the sky. In... Rookie, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> it fell from the sky into Fazilpur Badli village on the 13th of January, sending locals into a frenzy. A frenzy? Four, three, two, one, zero. Do they really just eject it right out of the airplane? Uh, that doesn't always happen. You'll find out in a minute. I, I had to research <laughs> that, actually. Mm-hmm. A senior official, Vivak Kalia, from the city said some villagers thought it was an extraterrestrial object. <laughs> Others thought well, it, it was, was. to a certain extent. Uh, <laughs> Others thought it was some celestial rock, and some of them took samples home. Oh! Today is unbelievable. Oh! It really is. They put it in the freezer, but of course they don't have one. <laughs> the, the Indian Meteorological Department. Sitting here on the coffee table thawing out. Well, wait a minute, they took a sample, so what, were they hacking away at it? Yeah, that's correct. Ah. Yeah. It was like us when they would drop off the salted nut roll in December, <laughs> and it's February and we're still trying to well, chip away just, at it. Can you bite through it? Oh, yeah. hey, give me that hammer. Run back to engineering and give me a hammer and a file. Oh. The Indian Indian Meteorological Department determined what it was, and uh, they said... uh, How tough could that have been? You needed to bring in an expert to tell you what that was? (laughs) Some folks, apparently... (laughs) The whole country's covered in it. I can tell you what it is. You think they recognize it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Apparently... Some folks took it home and put it in their fridge to preserve it. Sure. Probably yeah. serve it for dessert. One resident Is this meatloaf? <laughs> one resident Where's the meatloaf? One resident told the Times of India villagers who kept it inside their fridges are disappointed and are now very busy cleaning their houses. <laughs> oh, now it's God. not unheard of for human waste to crash to the earth from overhead passenger jets. Kenny, uh, although airplane toilets, contrary to popular myth, do not routinely flush. I, I don't even like the the fact that they have that capability. I don't either. I, I don't want that. You keep that till you land. Go to a pump out station. Such, there's like 800 airplanes that fly over my house right. every day. Right. So then you're familiar with this. I just don't look up. You uh, you you do see uh, two or three stories a year where it's crashed through somebody's roof. Yeah, blue yeah. ice. Yeah, yeah, always always happens. I don't like that. Gentlemen, one last thing. Do we all agree that the Vikings? Did in our favorite guy to ever work here, yeah. Orville Thompson. I can't without tell a doubt. Without a doubt, he is without a doubt my, the the best fellow employee <laughs> I have ever had. Certainly I had, the greatest character to ever work here. He, uh, he came far. through our office every evening at five, and he and I had a fifteen to twenty minute yeah. BS session every day. <laughs> Most of the time, we had to close the door because we were having so much fun all the time. Oh, all and the what's time. great about Orville's cleaning was my desk is right out here. He would do the same thing on his way to Kenny's. He'd Stop and talk to mm-hmm. me for 10 minutes. The whole time he'd be picking little things up off oh, the yeah. floor, cleaning. Yep. Yep. Even if there was nothing there, he was. Who brought stuff. popcorn? Oh, yeah. I'm going to hate back to Maplewood. You're going back to Maplewood, you bleeps. We, uh, earlier, I uh, during... Hey, Kenny, how about when he ran into a superior? Well, yes, I think we can get that squared away. No problem, Mr. Sir. During a garage. OT, you fraud. During garage logic, work played part of an interview uh, that came from the Van and Cheryl show. Uh-huh. Uh, I was producing over there, and oh, for Van used him 
to do some interviews on the air, which often turned out quite fun. And uh, we got into trouble with one of them, and we had to quit using it. And then it. We, we stole that idea from you when Willie Clark was <laughs> Did here. Did you really? And we'd have uh, Orville in for five, ten minutes every other day. And I- I've never seen the panic bu- button push so many times <laughs> yeah, right. in a row. Finally, we had to just turn his mic down and make him stop talking. Are you allowed to say what interview caused that, Yeah, Johnny? it was, the, remember John Schneider from uh, the Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, there was a character in the Dukes of Hazard called Cooter. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, about three questions in, Orville finally just said, hey. What do you think of Cooter? <laughs> and hey, and hey, John hey. Schneider got very angry oh. at that point. And Why, John? Complained bitterly oh. to. Uh, I'm so our glad I've got so. five million OT stories. He oh. was the best. Yeah. Oh. All right, just a moment. going to be crucial to try to get people home yes yeah we're going to have to uh, try to have a good one it's uh, it's going to be a what long, do you have who do you got uh, well we have uh bob motzko is uh, the st cloud state hockey coach going to talk to us about the death of jim johansson what out happened at, uh, fell USA asleep hockey, never woke up 53 years old and was really a great influence on usa hockey rochester guy and then uh, we're going to have gasoline and a lot of uh, Viking talk uh, beyond that. Gasoline, you know. So, is there any Viking talk left? Oh yeah, I think there is. Oh yeah, this can be. Uh, they can be savage for days here. So, yeah, Laura, if do your anniversary piece, and oh, you can yeah. turn Three it into months. months. Now, I have to, uh, months. Ninety days. I'll have to count it up. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's thirty, I think. Right. And the snow continues to fall. Now, Kenny will make himself available to the ride for Action Force Team 1500. 